0: The Soccer is our football podcast. It's two Americans who watch soccer just as much as the average American watches football. Look, we know the NFL is king in the U.S., and we're not trying to say soccer is better than the NFL. All we're trying to say is, it's better than baseball. It doesn't matter if you're a seasoned fan or just looking to get into the game. If you're looking for mediocre and highly biased opinions about the sport you love, the Soccer's your football podcast is the pod for you. It's the Soccer is our football podcast. Story. Liverpool fan and FIFA 13 expert. James Galandino. Girl soccer coach extraordinaire and gunner from another mother. Treyball Curry. Let's take it to the pitch. Did you yeah. do it? Do what?
1: Did you push record? Oh, we're supposed to be recording?
0: Yeah, You're I'm that so we can use it. Yeah, we're recording. Yeah. (laughs) Of course! It's the Soccer Podcast! Bitch! (laughs) 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 Nice. I always thought it'd be funny to make him, like, really vulgar. Yeah. (laughs) Obscene shit would be hilarious. Sounds like a good idea. People like that.
1: People like when we're vulgar.
0: All right, this is the Soccer Football podcast. I'm Urian Clapp's illegitimate son, who's more ashamed of him than he is of me. I'm here with my co-host, uh, the biggest Terry Henry fan man there is, and ever will be. Please welcome. Thierry Ball. Gary!
1: Some people say I look like Thierry Henry.
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> As always, we're starting off the show with, what reason are we on now? Four? Four. Gotta be. Reason number four. Why soccer is just way better watched than professional baseball. In no particular order number four coming at you hot this week is highlights
1: oh yep
0: i don't know what you mean what you meant by this one so this one's gonna be mostly all you and then i'll maybe i'll chime in if i get it
1: i love how you did this where i thought that you were gonna have the you know the lead on this no listen man like the top 10
0: oh like four center top 10
1: Yes, you got seven of them that are baseball, and it's all almost the exact same two plays. It's a home run or a good catch. There's yeah. literally nothing else. It's it's either a good catch or a home
0: run. Yeah, that always annoyed me when I used to watch SportsCenter like all the time religiously. When the number one play was like the same baseball play that happened four plays ago.
1: It, yeah, and like number three is a bicycle kick in a soccer game.
0: Yeah, and I was like, are you kidding me? The day. De- And I'm not saying that, you know, making an amazing play in baseball is easy by any means, but doing stuff with your hands is 10 times easier than doing stuff with your feet, especially if you're fucking upside down. (laughs) Well,
1: and then on top of that, like, I'm not saying that it's not an amazing play to do these insane catches and hitting a home run, but if that happens every game, like it literally happens every game, multiple times a game. Is that really... It's worth a highlight now? It's worth seven of the ten highlights? Okay. All right.
0: Anyway, you didn't come here for the baseball hate. Well, maybe you did. Unless you're Baseball Dan.
1: Baseball Dan's a baseball guy who likes baseball things.
0: You came here for soccer action. And we're bringing it to you. Kicking it off with... Fast Furious Recap. That was a wet one. Uh, pretty fast. Pretty furious. Not the pretty. Recap for ya. As always, we're using this song as parody, so don't even try to sue us, boy. Parody long. You just scored a goal from your first PK. Tony, what you gon' do? Go to Mo. Now the ref's overturned your worthy goal. Amac, what you gon' do? Go to Mo. You woke up really early, but your team tied the game. Jamas, what you gon' do? Go, Go back, back to sleep. sleep. While City went to Villa and dropped more points. Now what you gon' do? Feel, Feel relief. relief. Let's take it to Old Trafford Trafford's ready to lose the Anthony got actually scored And Rashford got two Now Forrest needs a bustle, so they can learn to park it Form scored score on all the shots that they got on target B.A.R. Yeah, helping Chelsea
1: A huge, huge call right at the end of the game
0: Trafford said I think he's sexy
1: Possible offside in the buildup
0: Which means he won't get the yellow card he's just been given That will be will be uh, rescinded, unfortunately, along with the goal. CP and Newcastle, trade Drew Donuts. Wolves get a first win. Everybody get crunk. P-Fast. P-Fast. p P-Furious. Week five and six. P-Fast. fast furious P-Furious. Recap for y'all. Well, of course, we're kicking it off this week with the biggest headline of the week. Arsenal finally lost the game, and Trey is still mad. I am upset. We're coming to you hot on Wednesday night. Dallas, Texas, 8.53 p.m. Central Time.
1: Yep. I'm assuming you're going to ask me what I think about the game.
0: No. Uh, where did you watch it? Did you end up going to watch it with your, uh, your best main Manchester United friend, uh, David? Yeah, at his house. And my
1: and my yeah and my dad came over
0: and we all watched it
1: together. Dang. Yeah. What was that like? I mean, it was good. David's a good Man U fan just because he's not super biased. Like he knows whenever it's time to like. Start making fun of me and stuff, which is fine. I mean, he, he, they deserve it. They won three to one. But my dad, on the other hand, he's just ridiculous. Like, he's, he's, yeah. He's the most biased man you fan. And you know, he's not, he's a biased man you fan whenever he says he's not a biased man you fan. Yeah.
0: I told you, Rasford was the secret. <laughs> he's the secret. <laughs> he's exactly what we needed. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised you made it. I didn't think we were going to make it to the game after uh, Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We got pretty sloshed. Yeah. That was fun. I got blackout. Oh, okay. I don't remember Well, you either. started way earlier than me, though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Saturday, we had uh, fantasy drafts. And and we went out and drank some more. And next thing you know, I'm on the couch. <laughs> and no recollection of how I got there. Texting the X. <laughs> Two times. Two times. Suck of my balls. Two times. Well, welcome to the league, Trebor. You guys have been living in this fantasy land <laughs> where you guys know. win all the games you're supposed to win. and Everything's going great. Well, guess what? This season, you could lose to Man U. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. But does that mean they're actually good this year? What do you think?
1: No, I don't. I think that we made mistakes that uh, we didn't capitalize on and I think that I think that their goals were actually not that great. I think that we were just really bad defensively, so no, I, I don't I I still don't think they're a threat.
0: I don't either. Um the style that they've been playing, I can see them doing really well against good teams. Yeah. Like meaning like most of their goals were counter goals. Exactly, so, yeah. It's teams that are going to be comfortable attacking them nonstop, And, you know, the lower teams won't do that. And so, how are you going to score if you can't counter, bro? And then you're going to get countered yourself. And and, and even,
1: like, like I was saying, even their counterattacks, we shouldn't have let them score on those. But, again, I mean, we just, we did not play well, so.
0: Um, questionable VRs um, seem to be a common theme of the weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. What did you think of the obvious questionable VR that came up when you guys seemed to have taken a one-goal lead via Gabriel Martinelli, uh, which was overturned uh, due to a supposed foul by ODG, candidate for best white in the EPL on another fellow white, Christian Harrison. Um My thing is this, is that the referee was
1: 10 feet away from the play. He chose to not call that. And it and it went to and that led to a direct pass to a goal. And I understand VAR reviews all goals, but the thing is like VAR is also for obvious errors. The referee made the decision not to make that call. Now, if he would have called it from the from the get-go, then I would have said, "Okay, it's a foul." But I think that because he did not call it from the get go, I just don't see how he overturned it. Like, it wasn't an obvious error. He watched the play happen, he saw what happened, he deemed it not a foul. Far had to come back and tell him, No, you have to call this one, essentially. That's what happened. So, that's my view on it.
0: So, pretty much, you felt you would have felt more comfortable if he let the play continue, and then right right after Rashford scores. Was it Rashford? I don't remember. Whoever the main player that scored was actually scored. He kind of like blows it off. and like, no, there was actually a foul back here. And then you're it ta- gets reviewed. Is that what, is that what you mean you, right we're,
1: now? We're talking about Martinelli. You said Rashford.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, I
1: don't know what you're saying then. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. But it, is that what you put him down? <laughs> <laughs> I, I am
1: I just am I so dumb I don't know what's going on or did you say the wrong player's name?
0: No, but I've been I already drank three beers before we started the okay. podcast. Uh
1: if they if he would have called the the foul on Odegaard immediately, then I would have been fine with it. But since he allowed play to go on because he deemed that not a foul, and then Martinelli scored, I think that it should have stayed what was called on the field. Because I don't think it was an obvious error. Now, if there was... Like, let's say the referee was in a bad position or something like that, and that same thing happened, and he didn't see the whole play, then yeah, I see VAR steps in. He's literally 10 feet... Of, they are right in front of him. He's watching the entire play. It, it, he knows what he's calling, so that's what I'm thinking.
0: Yeah. How do you feel about the all the Latins, like Lissandro Martinez, just diving all over the place, trying to wait oh, for <laughs>
1: Even Gabriel Jesus, like, and Saka actually dove also. I, it's pathetic. It's the worst part of the game. Like, it's they're the reason that we're getting so much
0: hate. Well, the, the uh, your guys are diving for different reasons. They're trying to get fouls to get you know scoring opportunities. Which I don't. I mean, I get that. I hate that less than I do time wasting. Oh, I'm hurt now all of a sudden, and I need to sit here for five minutes and try to waste the clock.
1: Yeah. I just both sides of it. I agree with you on what you said it is more uh infuriating watching that, but just both sides of the play it was just embarrassing. Like it just and then you have Bruno Fernandez who everybody like every single one of them that fell and was going down and acting like they were mm-hmm. injured and the Gabriel Jesus one where he fell and hit his head. <laughs> they stopped the play. <laughs> I honestly I I wish he wouldn't have stopped the play. Like that's just like Promoting that behavior, in my opinion. If for everyone that doesn't know, Gabriel Jesus went into a, a tackle. And again, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. If it's a head injury, the referee stops the play immediately. He goes into a tackle, and it wasn't like there was nothing big deal about it. He falls on his back, and the back of his head hits the ground. And then he starts holding his head. And then I think Manu was on a counterattack, and the ref stopped it for a head injury, which I completely disagree with. Like, yeah. it just, yeah, it was stupid
0: that's exactly what happened uh but some refs are taking that into consideration um if you look at exhibit a liverpool versus newcastle six point, uh six extra minutes awarded oh my god plus i think like three or four more pretty much until liverpool were able to steal the game at the very end Real and rub it in Newcastle's face. These fuckers were just... Every five seconds, somebody was on the ground, especially Joel Linton, who's like one of the biggest fucking dudes have ever seen, <laughs> yep. who is also a forward, and he just can't help but not be on the ground. It was really annoying. So I'm proposing, you know, because we're, we're thinking of ways to make baseball better, I think I have a a rule that might... No, I I like this because... I like
1: this idea because I haven't heard your side yet, but me and my friends have already done things, you know, said things that we think could make it better. So I'm interested to see if what you say is similar.
0: Okay. So if you're a player and, you know, you, you... If play stops because you are apparently injured and need assistance or whatever... If you do it three times in a game, you have to be subbed. Okay. Okay, that's just ridiculous. I can see that. But how how often,
1: honestly, do people do that where you're needing the physio? To, physio is their, man, or their uh, physical therapist and medical team. Uh, how often do you have a physio come out for the same player three times in a game? I don't... Exactly. Well, that's exactly. why I I don't think that would change what's happening right now, because I don't think it happens that
0: often. Well, it's not not even, no, I don't even consider if the physio comes out. It's just, if play is stopped because you're sitting there and you're like, oh, I can't continue, and then you get up and all oh, guess what, I can continue all of a sudden, wow. Okay, yeah, no, I like that. But, but I do want to put a bias rule, if you are Brazilian and or any sort of Latin person of Latin descent, you only get to do it twice oh my god I hate I hate you Um. I, I, I
1: will tell you on this in in his case of saying the Latin thing like it is true their style of play is geared towards it the referees in, in those leagues and stuff like that just tend to let you get away with flopping and stuff and whenever they bring it to the EPL they continue to try to get away with it so he's not just being he's not wrong like they do that a lot. I think it's in their blood.
0: Um, yeah, I'm not being racist. It really this is, is unfortunately. I'm spitting straight facts at you. It's not racist if it's true. I, I see.
1: I like the, I I see where the idea is. I don't. Um. I don't know how much it would affect the game. What I was thinking is, if the physio comes on, my my idea is, if the physio comes on, then you have to be off the field for two or three minutes. Like you can't come on before. You can't. You can't be one of those things where you're. Off the sideline, and then they let you run on the field while plays running. Like it's like a you have to sit out for two minutes. And this this one goes to David Wendell. He he said this one, and I I actually agree with it. If it's a head injury, if the play has to be stopped and you have to come off the field because of a head injury, you should have to sit out until you've been examined by a neurologist or whoever it is to make sure you don't have a concussion. Like it should not be a thing where you get up and you're coming right back on the field. You should have to sit out for five minutes or something. Because realistically, like, can you do? Can you check for a concussion in a minute? No. So, I don't think so. No, that's what I'm saying. So I could be wrong. Uh, so I do I'm agree wrong with that lot. one. Like, if you, but just think about think about the amount of head and think about the amount of people that are gonna get hit in the head and they're gonna immediately get up because they're like, oh, I don't want to sit out for five minutes. So,
0: yeah, that's a that's a more logical and reasonable solution to the problem. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, good job, David. Congratulations. Um, but, yeah, there was time-wasting questionable VARs, which got, I have here uh, as a subject line, dope goals. <laughs> and so uh, there was a really dope goal by this guy named Alexis McAllister who plays for Brighton, in which he just had like a rocket shot. Oh, my gosh, what for- a goal. Outside the box, would have been a goal of the year candidate. It gets overturned by a questionable God. VAR. I
1: don't think it was questionable.
0: Or do you think uh, there was interference by a player?
1: I'm trying to... That's the thing is, I, I, saw, the go, I saw the goal. I saw the goal. I saw the game live. I just, you know, I saw so much stalker in between. Then I'm trying to remember, was that the one that was... The guy did that, like, he tried to do a bicycle kick, and then it went out to the top of the box, and that dude just skied it into the upper 90. Is that the goal?
0: Yeah, so pretty much it was a set pre- set-piece free-kick delivery into the box. Um, a fellow Brighton player goes for a bicycle, totally mm-hmm. whiff. Does not touch it at all. Does not so, touch it. Does not touch it. Um, another player for whoever the other team was. was I don't Newcastle? know because you're... No. Yeah, it was Newcastle. So it goes off their defender's head, who was actually going for the ball anyway, so it wasn't incidental. Yeah. Um, of course, screw. Squirts loose, uh, top of the box, and McAllister just rips it. And beautiful, awesome. beautiful goal. <clears throat> anyway, VR looks at possible interference, and it gets overturned. People were mad. Even Rebecca Lowe was really <laughs> pissed. And I don't like it when you make Rebecca Lowe mad.
1: So, from again, I'm the quote-unquote referee person because I used to ref for a long time, and I actually thought I was pretty good at it. But so the guy that did the bicycle kick for everyone, he was in an offside position. That that's not a question. The the question is, did he interfere with the play? Because in soccer, you if as if you interfere with the play, so like let's say you make a defender get out of position because you're in an offside position, and, and the ball doesn't go to that player that's an offside position. If if you're deemed to interfere with the play because that defender had to defend you, then you you could be called back for offside for that. In my in my eyes, you said something that changed my mind though. You're right. The defender did everything he was already going to do. And that kind of changed my mind because I was going into it, Taylor, and he's going to say, like, he did interfere with the play. Like, he made an attempt for the ball, even though he whiffed it. But the defender did do exactly what he was doing already. Yeah, it's a tough one. At first, I thought it was a good call. But yeah, after you said that, I don't know. That's a good one. Yeah. Good question.
0: Yeah. Thank you. I think I was on your side, but Rebecca Lowe changed my mind. She's so hot. this is ridiculous this is ridiculous we cannot (laughs) (laughs) i was like yes yes it it is is. i'm gonna i'm gonna bring this up on the pot thank you (laughs) uh i'll see if i can find audio of it and i'll put it on
1: (laughs) what are we doing with our game when a world-class goal is ruled out for a subjective opinion
0: it's it's
1: it's terrible
0: uh but he ended up getting redemption anyway uh very end of the game another worldy goal uh, which could have been a hat trick worldie if his first goal was yeah. not because he also got another goal on a PK earlier mm-hmm. in the game. So awesome goals by Alexis McAllister, who is Argentinian. I think he plays center mid. Speed for rating is I'm not gonna look it up, but it's probably high 70s to low 80s. Yeah, it's not gonna be very high, honestly. I- Low eighties. Like he's not gonna do. He's not gonna do that weekly.
1: I, I would say low eighties is still high for him, but maybe.
0: Yeah, it's generous, but I don't know. Maybe it went up for this week. Uh, another guy who did some cool stuff. Ivan Tony <laughs> plays for Brentford. Got a sweet hat yeah. trick. Very similar. Uh, one was a PK, another set piece free kick, and then a nice little lob over the goalie ship type goal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like placing a. Clicking L one, hitting B, fresh lob over the GK. Don't be
1: surprised if you see this. Nice goal. Don't be surprised if you see this guy playing for Arsenal in the future. We've been after him for a while, and he's interested. We just we didn't have funds this time, so I, I we might you might see him playing for Arsenal in the future.
0: She. Uh, maybe. Did you? He's pretty solid. Yeah, no, he's. Good. I don't know what his FIFA rating is either. It's probably a high seven.
1: Yeah, I would. I would agree. Yep, I would agree. Uh, and then the other hat trick. Did you, you saw that Halan scored another hat trick against Nottingham Forest?
0: Yeah, during the week. Back-to-back hat trick. Yeah, so
1: this is something, this is, yeah, this is, so not only is this back-to-back hat tricks, but this is something I wanted to talk about, and um, he almost did it the previous week, but uh, not the the week before his other hat trick, but it's called the perfect hat trick. A perfect hat trick in soccer means that you score a left-footed goal, a right-footed goal, and a header. It's the it's the it's perfect hat trick. So he did that. He got a left foot goal, right foot goal, and a header. Holland! I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say he has to blow the golden boot out of the water. Like, he's going to be so far ahead of everyone else. <laughs>
0: That's what I was going to say. Um,. We probably all were wrong about the golden boot. I think your dad actually picked Holland, actually. Yeah, yeah, he did. Which was, I mean, it's not a ridiculous pick. It was just at the no, time, no. it was kind of disrespectful. Yeah, it was disrespectful to guys who had been doing it year after. Yeah, it's year. not proven yet. I picked Jerry Kane, who's still in the running. Yeah, no, absolutely. Degree. Yeah, you know, it's not like I picked Mo Salah or Man.
1: anything. No, I did. That was <laughs> yeah. That's that, it is not looking good for me. Uh, honestly, the one that's really surprising is Mitrovic. Is not he's constantly getting goals. He's gotten a goal in the last four games.
0: Mitrovic, yeah, yeah he's, he's
1: second with six goals, and Halan uh, has ten. Hype.
0: I'm not buying the hype on Mitrovic yet. I um, I agree with
1: you, but it is cool. It's a fun little thing that's been happening though.
0: It's cool. He reminds me of the Timu Puki run from uh, yeah yeah three years ago or whatever that was with Norwich. Yeah newly promoted team norwich city the canaries uh this is uh i think he's icelandic or something okay he's from iceland or something anyway he hits the premier league hot and you know gets himself a few goals uh to start off the year and then second half just totally flat lines so we'll see we'll see what happens with mr Mitrovic. yeah he's gonna die off i think so Another preseason bet we're totally wrong on was both of our picks for Frank Lampard being the first manager to. Oh, the sack. man. Yeah. He was fresh after his 9 to nothing blowout while he was managing Bournemouth after they played Liverpool in the last cool game of the season for us. Scott Parker, a former Tottenham player, midfielder. He also played for Fulham. Uh, he was sacked. Yeah. First sack of the year. Which was surprising. Bournemouth didn't come off to uh, too much of a hot start, but I mean they had a pretty stacked beginning of the year. I don't know, I, I thought it was kind of unfair. What did you, what did you think? I don't,
1: know. I don't know if it's unfair. Like I don't know if they were already looking for somebody and that was just like the excuse that made it. But this against Liverpool. Man, I mean he didn't lose to a relegation team, like he lost to Liverpool, somebody that's going to be an EPL contender. So I, yeah. I don't know;
0: it's difficult. Yeah, and and if you're new to soccer, this isn't the first occurrence. For some reason, people like to fire your manager after getting blown out by Liverpool. So you would think people Liverpool would stop doing specifically, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like since Klopp's taken over, I was supposed to look this up, but I didn't. But I can recall off the top of my head at least five managers have gotten sacked right after we blew them out. Uh, the last one was Ole Gunnar Solshar, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, the former main U boss. We blew him out five one, and then they had an emergency council meeting overnight, and they fired his ass the next day. Good. Then you fire. <laughs> For real. <laughs> so it happens. Uh, So we were wrong there Uh, But there was more There was more firings People are getting fired Watch your back if you are a manager who's underperforming Unless your name is Jurgen Klopp And
1: wrote you fired too You're Why are you gonna fire me for, picky?
0: Shut up! Before we do that, let's get to our next Proud to be an American moment Proud to be an American Today we salute (laughs) captain america himself proud to be an american playing in the english league the man from hershey pennsylvania he's probably half german or something christian pulisic he got a favorite rating of 81 with the potential of 88 Yeah, this is mostly a joke. Um, We're saluting him because he finally started a game for Chelsea after he's been riding (laughs) the bench all year. Yeah. Uh, But Christian Pulisic is is actually really good. He just, for some reason, doesn't get to play a lot in Chelsea. Probably because they have like 10 wingers on their team.
1: They have a lot. But I've got a question. Do you think that Pulisic is good enough to start for a top four team? Just, let's look at the uh, top, this
0: a, like the current top four teams or like the big
1: top four. Teams? Well, I mean, he was on the team last year, so yeah. I mean, no, I mean, what the you know in the past. So let's say last year's top four teams.
0: Uh, last year, I thought he should have started for sure. I mean, now they have Sterling, so I've, I don't think he starts over Sterling. But before, yeah, yeah, okay, I definitely had him as okay, yeah, one of the top wingers. Okay, um, I just I was just curious. Yeah, so there's a number of reasons why he's probably not getting as much playtime as he should. Uh, one being, he's kind of injury, he's kind of injury prone. If we're being honest, like his yeah, his body. Yeah. Unfortunately, just isn't durable, and he's not old or anything. This guy's like 24, 23, something like that. Oh, I got you. In okay, ten, 10 seconds, has got it on oh, the goo. Twenty three years old. I knew it. I know it, but he's a winger. He's really fast. He can also play midfield, attacking mid. He can also play nine. He's done that for uh, the U.S. team before. Uh, I don't know. He's just a player who's been on the rise. He went to Chelsea, and then he's just been kind of stagnant since he's been there. And I don't think it's all well. Things might yeah. be get hey. Things might get better for him. Yeah, I don't think it was all too because I'm pretty sure it was in, he was in the same boat uh, before Tuchel got there. that's the thing is with coaches coming in with a you know with a team that's already put
1: together for him they're not your players it's kind of hard to want to play the players that you don't like or you don't that don't fit in your system so you know I, I, I get it maybe if but I don't know I mean it just seems like whenever you put him on the field he played well.
0: yeah I think so yeah there's injury there's the injury prone factor. And I think a lot of it, too, comes into the American bias. And what I mean by that is there's never really been an American player that's considered a world-class player. And uh, Christian Pulisic is not that either. He's re- he's really yeah. good, but he's nowhere near... He's not going to be on a FIFA cover. Well, I guess he no. hasn't been on a FIFA cover. Well,
1: I would say, actually, <laughs> yeah, for example. America... Though. No, but it's not a bad example because the UK version is different than the, the American version. Yeah. So so I, I don't think that he was on their cover. Like look th- this is a bad example because they don't play in the EPL but like Ronaldo and Messi they're going to be on both covers. Or Pulisic might only make the American version.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Or like Alex Morgan, she's been on the FIFA cover. She's a woman. Yeah, and she yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. Christian Pulisic is definitely better than her. For sure. That's a fact. Um yeah, just historically, Americans aren't... We're not that great at soccer, guys. I know, I hate to break it to you. We're good at a lot of other stuff, but... Soccer, yeah, we just don't put a lot of effort into it for whatever reason. It's, it's starting to change, but... Until we get to the point where we got guys on all the FIFA covers, there's going to be some American bias. Uh, but like you mentioned, that might change soon, because... The next firing... And the EPL happened to be Thomas Tuchel. Breaking news today. Wow.
1: Yeah, uh, That came out of nowhere. Talk about a shock firing.
0: Seriously. Yeah. Dude, he must have said something to Todd Bowley after the game or something. Because this is just... It's so out of left field. Like, I know Chelsea's been underperforming. Well...
1: I think that, so it was that a left field until you kind of look into the situation. And then you can kind of get a little bit of in-depth information on why it happened. For everyone that doesn't know, Chelsea just, they, they lost their old owner because he was a Russian oligarch. And he lost the team. He was literally forced to get rid of the team. Yeah. So American owners just picked it up. So as American owners, again, and these are not experienced owners with soccer. This is their first soccer experience. They don't know much about soccer, but um, going in as the owner, they Tucho might not have been the guy that they wanted from the get-go, but hear me out on this one. This is the crazy part. Um, this was a direct quote from, from them. Um, they wanted a coach who they feel comfortable bouncing ideas off of and peppering with questions, even some that may seem tiresome to those with more football experience. That's coming from the new owner.
0: Dude, that's that's Dude, all day, baby. I'm he's just saying, lovable, like that's no. Co- you don't he's want a, a manager, lovable, then. Uh, German man, <laughs> you know, he loves bounce ideas back and forth. You know, he's a real team player.
1: But I'm just, saying, they don't, then they don't want a manager. They don't, they need. I don't know what they need, but they don't want a manager. Like, they need there's you. not going to be a single. They need I don't Jason know. Garrett, <laughs> for <laughs> real. For a second, yeah.
0: it's a damn good win for our football team. Fight longer, uh, fight harder.
1: <laughs> I think this is another situation where Americans bought a team just to profit. I think you will start seeing a decline in Chelsea. I really, truly do.
0: I really hope so, because their fans haven't had a dark period yet. Like, they've been really spoiled. And they're, and they're terrible. They've been really spoiled. They've had nothing but good days. Okay? Yeah. As a Liverpool fan, I joined in the dark days. Shit was Terrible. Wake up early just to watch us lose, like, four to one. Shit sucked. Sometimes we wouldn't even score goals. It was always boring, though. <laughs> uh, Man, you, they're still going through it right now. Yeah. It like they might be on the way up. Jury's still out. Arsenal, you guys just went through a six-year stint where you didn't make the Champions League.
1: Yeah, yeah. We didn't, even make, we didn't make European soccer last year. There you go. Oh, sorry, like a, a tournament, sorry. A European yeah. tournament.
0: Now you guys are on Amazon. On Amazon. Yeah. Look at that. On your way up. So yeah, I I see it too. I mean I don't know, it's hard to say with a team that's got this type of talent, but I mean we've seen it with Manu, like they spend hundreds of millions of dollars summer after summer and then it was to no avail. I mean they still suck. Yeah. So. Uh, they are looking at now or are they looking to steal Graham Potter from Brighton. Brighton is yeah. doing really good right now. Uh, I think they're fourth in the EPL. And vastly overperforming. Oh, man. So,
1: they're yeah, they're good. I think he's the most like likely target that they are targeting. I've heard also Pachachino, who used to be the Tottenham coach, and My Zinedine
0: Zidane. Deal. Uh, Zidane's probably not gonna come.
1: No, there's no way. There's no. Way. <laughs> I could see Poch. I could see Poch if they really want him. I could see him coming back,
0: but Poch is down for sure. Uh, Zidane is the guy that headbutted the Italian dude in the World Cup. If you didn't know who Zidane was, and he got red carded. Yeah, pretty much uh, ruined it for France. But yep, uh, he's a legendary manager since then. Uh, but he's not gonna come. Uh, no. Baruchino, very solid. He's been in mostly all the major leagues, except for maybe Spain. Um, And he has EPL experience already. Um, They are in advanced talks with Graham Potter right now, currently, as we are talking to each other. Oh, very nice. So it's looking likely that he'll jump ship at Brighton, which is kind of fucked up. But at the end of the day about that money, baby. I was about to say, it's about money, man. Oh, well, it just kind of sucks. Like, he just recruited, he just recruited, his team's doing well, and he's like, well, I got to raise, guys, and I'm out. Yeah, here, see ya. So. But I get it, you know. If you've been at a job for a while, and you're just kind of fed up, and you just hired your friend to come on board, it doesn't really... At the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do. and There's no hard feelings. So if there's anybody out there listening to the pod who might be feeling <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who might be feeling like they let me down. <laughs> Don't worry about it, bro. We'll get through this together. When's the next dinner party? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh Time for Match Day Prediction! All right, Trevor, why don't you uh, recap how we're doing on the table so far?
1: Okay, Uh, this one is for two game weeks. Um, So we'll just go to game week five real quickly. Uh, It was me with six, you with seven, Dan with seven, and my dad came out with 12. Big time 12 on that one. Um... And then the next week, so that was the weekend. So those were the weekday games. This is the weekend games from last week. Uh, I'd had another bad week um, where I had four, you had five, Dan had nine, and my dad had seven. So Dan had two pretty solid weeks in a row, and he has now tied up with first with me. So I have a total of 46. You have fallen very far behind with 36. Dan has 46. Yeah, And then my dad has 43. So you... You're falling behind, man. You need to start making some better predictions. Yay, yay. You, you.
0: All right. Well, I'll start my comeback furiously. <laughs> P, P furiously. Uh, When we go to Craven Cottage as Fulham host Chelsea, who's going to be coaching? I don't know. Could it be Poach? Could it be, what's his face? Graham Potter. It's not gonna be sedan. That's for sure. <laughs> maybe maybe they'll like bring in Lampard just to do like a couple games. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no way. He still has a job. Yeah. I just assume he's already fired. because it's, it's gonna happen. But yeah. Um. I don't know why I did this. I must have been drunk on Saturday when I made these predictions because I have Chelsea winning zero to one.
1: Which, I mean, honestly, before that doesn't. It's not terrible. It's just. Now there's new news out there. Um, I'm gonna go one-to-one draw.
0: Safe pick and better pick. <laughs> All right, next we got the El Sakiko. Two managers, one will be fired. Which will it be? Will it be Brendan Rogers as Lester hosts the villains of the Ashton? Stevie G and the boys coming into town. Who's getting sacked? Trevor.
1: I mean, I just think that Lester is playing terrible and they are, and it just doesn't seem to be getting better. Aston Villa's not playing great, but I mean, I'm going to give, I'm giving Aston Villa the
0: 1 0 win. Yeah, Stevie slipped before in crucial times, but I think he will redeem himself this week. I got a 3 1 victory for the villains. Well, awesome. Next up, we got Brighton. Will Grand Potter still be there? Who knows, but they invade Bournemouth in a clash at 9 a.m. I got a draw. <laughs> this one. Bless you. Thank you. I got a 1-1 draw. Okay, see...
1: Okay. I'm gonna go... I'm gonna stick with Brighton. I'm gonna go 3... Four? No, I'm gonna go three to one Brighton.
0: Very well. <laughs> Dirty Southampton host the bees. In another 9 am clash. Um I don't know. I don't think Ivan Tony's gonna score three goals again. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm reading a I'm reading a draw on this one. This is what I'm seeing in my Ball of fortune. I'm going 1-1 again. 1-1? Okay. I'm
1: going to go 2-1, Brentford. Very nice, very nice.
0: I don't think Southampton's playing
1: very well, so we'll see.
0: The biggest game of the hour. My boys, Liverpool, they're hosting the Wolves at Anfield. We just got blown out. 1-4 in Naples. Will we bounce back? Uh, if you're asking me, who fucking knows? <laughs> but, I do know this. We're going to have a lot more help in the midfield, so that's good. Thiago's coming back. Everybody knows how much I love him. Uh, We got a new signing, another Brazilian that I also happen to like. For some reason, Liverpool does a good job in getting all the Brazilians I actually like, and not the, like... Ninety percent of them that I hate. So, his name's Arthur. He's very solid. FIFA rating eighty one. I think it's eighty three actually. Either way, he's very solid. Um, I think he might get some more playing time. Uh, Jota looks like he's back to full health. I think we'll. You know playing. we're
1: doing. You know we're doing predictions, right? You're supposed to just toast. us the score?
0: Oh. We're not talking about the state of Liverpool. <laughs> Klopp said he's going to change some tactics up, so I hope he's got something up his sleeve. And I don't think my dad's going to let me down. Two or two days on the same week again, so two zero victory Liverpool at home. Let's go, let's go.
1: I'm going to do three to one. Wolves. Uh, oh, sorry,
0: Liverpool. My apologies. Uh, Next up, we have the Clash of the Week. City. The title favorites. Earl Haaland. He welcomes his arch-rival for the golden boot, Jarrett Kane This should be a good one.
1: Yeah, this is going to be a test for Tottenham, for sure. Uh, This is going to be their first test. They haven't lost a game yet. And, you know... Phew, e- just looking at them on paper, I can't imagine anyone thinks Tottenham's actually going to win except Tottenham fans. I mean, I, I'm going. Oh, man. I, I I hate not saying. Because Tottenham has two great forwards. So I, I hate to say that they're not going to score, but I'm going to go 2 0 Man City. Ah, oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'm going to go 2 0 Man City.
0: I think we're really off base here. I'm going 2 1 Man City.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, I, Jerry, I Kane, saying, get, yeah.
0: Jerry Kane's going to get a go. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. All right, wakey, wakey wakey, eggs and bakey, Sunday's kicking off with your boys at the Arsenal. They're hosting Everton. Is Everton going to play as good as they played <laughs> Liverpool?
1: I am hoping that we're the reason Lampard gets fired. <laughs> so, uh we have we we've been without one of our starting center midfielders Partey. And um, he's back. So I am going to say that mm. Arsenal has the victory. Now, I don't think Everton are going to score. I'm, I'm going to go a 2-0 victory for Arsenal. Man,
0: we're really off base here. I also have a 2-0 two, uh, victory for Arsenal. Very nice. Very nice. Next up, we got Damn. the Hammers. Fresh off getting a victory stolen from them. Yeah. Not even. No, not, not victory. victory, but no, no, a point. It was just a point. It was, it was just a point. a point. But a point for them really matters right now. Yeah, for real. It doesn't get any easier. They welcome the Newcastle. The guys who like to flop around and waste time. <laughs> uh, I think the refs owe them one. Like, you know, in the NFL, when the refs like totally blow a call, so they make something up later in the game to kind of even things out. I think they can do that for uh, for the Hammers this week. Uh, But at the same time, I don't think they're going to win. So I got a 2-2 draw. I have a 2-2 draw. Whoa! Getting a point back, y'all. Ooh, and kick, or finishing off Sunday, rather. CP my boys, welcome, Anthony and Rashford, and that other greasy Mexican-looking dude. What's his name? Martinez.
1: Uh, Luciano Martinez, the sho- the shortest center back in the league. They that the menu has a really small um, defense. Uh, Crystal Palace is really hard to beat at home. Currently, they've been playing some pretty solid uh, football soccer. Uh so I'm I'm giving this to, me, uh, to Crystal Palace. I'm going to go um 2 to 1 Crystal Palace. Ooh.
0: Yeah, I think uh this is the type of game that I described earlier where Man U themselves will get countered this week. And they won't even score a goal. I got 2-0 Palace. Let's go CP! Yeah. Yeah. My colored brothers. And we actually have a Monday game. Monday Night Football. all my riding friends are back for Monday. And guess what? It's the Americans of Leeds. Yep. They're playing at 2 p.m. Central Time, actually. They welcome the trees. I'm going with uh, my boys from America. I'm going 2-1. Okay. I'm going to go a high-scoring game. I'm going 3-2. to
1: Leeds. Support the troops. Got two.
0: I got an interesting parlay for you with my stone-cold bets. So a lot of the odds weren't that great this uh, this week. So I have our first ever cross-sport parlay. Get hyped. To start it off, I am taking the arsenal to beat Everton at a minus 300. Then I'm backing up my upset. CP! At a plus 4, or plus 245. Uh, beat United. And then I'm throwing in a couple fights. From the UFC event this week. Uh, we got a couple good fights. Uh, my man Tony Ferguson, who got knocked the fuck out in his last fight. Uh, he's fighting this Asian guy who also got demolished by real competition the first time he got to the UFC. So... Tony's the underdog, so I'm taking him. Like, as long as he doesn't get caught, I think he's got this one. So I'm throwing that one in the parlay, and then I'm taking Cashmat to beat Nasty Nate Diaz, which should be a good fight, but Diaz is just kind of old at this point. And I think Cashmat is still a stint, still ascending, if you will. Uh, and he's a minus 1,000, so... Clearly, I am not alone in that pick. Did you make a parlay tour? Yeah,
1: did you make a soccer parlay or what were you talking about this whole time? It's a cross sport parlay. I heard. So, Whatever. Okay, I'm doing a soccer parlay. Oh, I forgot, well, I forgot to take the payoff. I got to take the payoff
0: real quick. <laughs> okay, my bad. <laughs> Go ahead. One to 16 odds, baby. Yeah. <laughs> make money, 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 money. No. I got 5 bucks. going. Yeah,
1: $5. (laughs) So I'm going to do a soccer parlay, because that's what we're talking about. Um, And mine's actually going to be interesting. Um, I'm going to give you a a lock with Arsenal. I'm going to give you... This is where it gets interesting. I'm going to give you a lock with Brighton. And my upset is going to be the Crystal Palace game. So Crystal Palace beating Man U. $10 gets you $75.56. And I feel pretty confident about that.
0: Yeah, honestly the only pick I'm not confident about is the Crystal Palace pick. But at the same time, they've done it before. Yep. So, but, no, I
1: I I think this is a this is going to be a fun parlay for me to watch this weekend, for sure.
0: Oh yeah. So get out there, and by out there I mean onto your couch and watch some soccer. <laughs> a lot of sports this weekend. We also got NFL action kicking off. Like I said, there's going to be that dope UFC. You can watch that. Cobra Kai Season 5 on Netflix. Dropping on Friday. Binge it or go home. Well, you'll already be there. I sure at a friend's house. Any words, uh, wisdom for uh, the fans?
1: Get rid of Peacock.
0: Fuck. Peacock cancel your subscription today get amazon prime instead bezos give us funding do it thank you for listening to the soccer's a football podcast turn on the notification bell to be alerted every time a new episode is dropped Follow Jamas Galandino on Instagram and treyball Curry on Arsenal Reddit forums. The Soccer Football Podcast, available on Spotify, exclusively for now. Wait, is that the podcast? I'm hitting stop.